Welcome everyone to the next episode of the Light of Life podcast. I'm your host Naomi and today I'm here with Deanna. Deanna, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi Naomi, thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm Deanna Gaccion and I live in Arizona with uh, my daughter Jalen who's 16 years old. I have two older children who have moved out and are on their way. I have a home business, and uh, early this year, we had a major um, life change for the better, and I'm excited to share with you. Thank you, Dina. And um, yes, so um, the first question I have for you is, um, what condition was your daughter born with? Uh, my daughter, Jalen, was born with a rare genetic disorder. It's called Cornelia DeLange syndrome. Have you ever heard of that? I have never heard of that. Nobody's ever heard of it. Mm. It's very rare. And she wasn't diagnosed until she was 10 years old. Oh, wow. I mean, we knew something was wrong, but they mm. were never able to diagnose her. We did all the genetics testing when she was uh, about two and a half years old, and it didn't show up then. And then at about 10 years of age, we redid all the genetics, and that's where it showed up. Wow. Wow. Uh, what, yeah. what were some of the challenges she had in her childhood living with this? Yes. Well, so with that condition, uh, deficits can be quite uh, widespread from very, very little and basically leading a normal life to very, very severe and what I found out was that 50% of these children are born without limbs. And uh, a very large percentage of kids are born with lots of heart defects. And thank God we didn't have anything like that. So I'm just so thankful. But when she was born, um, we had issues right from the beginning. She was unable to uh, latch on and um, eat. You know, it's all babies do, and she couldn't do it. So, you know, from day one, we had issues. And um, her her muscles in her mouth were not uh, developed. She could not suckle. She had a hard time swallowing. And so right out the gate, you know, it was like, you know, alert, alert, alert. We've, we've got problems here. And so uh, the doctors just began to send us to specialists and try to figure out what was going on with her. And uh, it just became a matter of, you know, survival, you know, keeping this baby okay, making sure she, she had everything that she needed. Um, she just required a lot of extra attention. She was my third child and I was totally unprepared. Uh, I had uh, no warning that there was anything wrong, you know, during pregnancy. It's just she was born and boom, you know, there's an issue. And so um, from the time she was very young, we started on all these therapies at 20 months old. They were sending, you know, OT and PT and speech and everybody out to our house. And they kept sending us to specialists continuously. And I, um, you know, I did everything they said. But I, I just had this feeling that she's fine. She's going to be okay. Yeah, we've got issues, but she's going to be okay. And I even had people tell me, you know, special uh, therapists once told me that I was in denial. And I'm like, no, I don't think I'm in denial. I, I, I understand what we're dealing with. I, I, I'm not denying the issues, but I'm still trusting 
there's got to be an answer. It's going to get better, you know, and, and I'm also a person of faith. And so that's my answer for everything. Right. And that's what I held on to. And I just continuously looked for ways to help her um, and, you know, tried everything that, that I heard of, anything that helped anybody else, whether it was, you know, conventional medicine or alternative medicine, which I leaned towards, um, uh, you know, supplements, therapies, programs, treatments. We did it all. We did everything. So it, that was our life. It was very hard for Jalen. Um, she got to be school age and she still wasn't able to talk because those muscles in her mouth had not formed well enough for her to speak. And so we, we got into a school that was okay with that. Um, and yet it was about that time, you know, I, uh, she was diagnosed with severe ADHD, which she had always had, but, you know, really presented at school when she needed, you know, that kind of structure. And so from early on, they wanted us to get on meds and it was kind of a last resort for me. I just kept um, trying natural things and trying to adjust her surrounding so that they would work for her. But it was a challenge all through the school years. Um, we, we changed schools. We ended up in a special needs school. Uh, that didn't even work. And eventually I ended up just homeschooling her and that worked out best for her. Wow. Wow. Thank yeah. you. For and just to give the Sure, Naomi. Just to give you an idea, uh, at the beginning of the year, January of this year, she's 16. Um, she she tested at a kindergarten level. So just to, to give you an idea of where she is. So she has some cognitive mm -hmm. uh, developmental issues and as well as severe ADHD. And she also has seizures and some sensory things mm -hmm. and, you know, just things like. Wow. Wow. I, uh, this, these were definitely, uh, these are definitely challenges uh, for not only the patient, but also for parents. Um, uh, Dina, what advice do you have to parents who have disabled or chronically ill children? Um, well, I personally, I, I feel that, you know, we are their advocate. They can't advocate for themselves. So, uh, for instance, the school that we were in, um, you know, it was it was very convenient uh, initially because it was very close, and and they took her in with all of her issues, um, but it wasn't the best for Jalen, you know. Um, she so we we just kept you know moving, looking. I just kept looking for something better for her, a better fit for her, and so we homeschooled for a while early on, and then I thought I found a good fit for her another school and so we tried that and for a couple of years it seemed that it was a good fit but then it you know it kind of all went downhill again and um so she's back home homeschooling um and i would just um advise parents to uh don't give up keep looking mm -hmm. for answers keep looking for things that are going to help your child yeah so yeah i and I'd love to tell you what we came across last year that has made a huge difference. I'd like to yes. give you an update. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> Are you ready for that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, so things were getting really, really challenging towards uh, the end of last year. We went through a lot of um, family changes, uh, and um, which was really hard for my daughter. And then, you know, just whenever there's a, an upset or a change, it really affects you know, everybody, but especially these guys who do well with, 
you know, routine and everything the same. So when things change like that, it can really throw them off. Plus she was 16. She, you know, going through puberty and, um, challenging, very, very challenging. Um, lots of behavioral issues. She was very combative with me. She didn't want to listen to me. Um, she was getting kind of physical with me at times. And, uh, like I said, she tested at a kindergarten level. And so you've got this, you know, full grown person, but this child's acting like a, more like a toddler and it's extremely challenging. Um, so one time last year, she, she got up during the middle of the night and got my keys and went out and opened up the garage and turned on the car, backed it out of the garage. And then she got scared. She jumped out of the car while it was still going. She came running it. Thank God it didn't run over her. Um, she came running in, you know, screaming and, and, you know, I opened my bedroom door and I could see the car lights are on. I had no idea what was going on. So, you know, I, I just had to up, up the stakes, you know, or she had up the stakes. And so then everything went on lockdown. I had to make sure my keys and my purse were all locked down. And it was just getting really concerning. Like, where is all this going to end and how are we going to manage all this? Right. And so last year, about this time, most, um, November, December, uh, somebody that I knew that I hadn't seen in 15 years, sent me some information, um, on messenger and it was probably, you know, something she sent out to all her friends, but it got my attention because it had to do with stem cells. It, um, early on, um, I had, well, with my first two girls, I had banked my, their cord blood when they were born. That was something that, you know, people were doing back then and that you pay for the storage so that you have use of the stem cells if you ever need them. Right. So I, I knew stem cells were very, uh, important, you know, or could be very important in a situation. So I had them. So when I saw this information, um, had to do with stem cells and it said something about activate your own stem cells, I, it got my attention. So I, I looked it up and, um, what came up was a mother giving her testimony about her severely autistic nonverbal teenage son. And she had been going to Panama for whole body stem cell injections for him twice a year. And, uh, she had seen you know, no results with that, but she said she was going to continue to pursue that because it was really the only hope she had stem cells for him. And it was $30,000 every time they went. And, um, somebody had sent her this information about this uh, stem cell technology and she said within a matter of weeks her son began speaking trying to talk and she started naming all these things this child was now doing that he couldn't do before and of course i i, I went okay we're trying that you know as long as something's non-invasive and um uh i can afford it we're gonna try it right so i sent away for it um began using it it's something you use at home it's a wearable technology little patch and uh, my daughter at that time, um, well, still is, she has a tutor twice a week. And on those days, I have to give her her ADHD medicine or she can't, she can't make it through the session, you know, and focus. So I was just watching her closely and uh, about uh, two to three weeks into this therapy, I hadn't seen any changes or anything. But one day, it was a tutoring day and I went to give her her medicine in the morning and I found my daughter sitting at the table she had made herself a drink. She had made herself a snack. She had all her books spread out. 
uh, she was just sitting there quietly reading a book, waiting for her tutor. And you just have to understand, Naomi, not one of those things had ever happened. Um, the typical scenario is, you know, she's supposed to be ready. She knows she needs to be ready at 930 for a 10 o'clock tutoring. But, you know, she's out, you know, playing with the goats and she's not dressed and her hair's not brushed. And then we, we fight, you know, and I have to crack the whip to get get her back in you know the house and get ready so to have her sitting there um was just shocking she'd never sat down and read a book on her own now she can read at about a third grade level a fairly decent reader but she would net she hates reading unless you know she'll only do it if somebody's reading with her and she's forced to um the other thing that was remarkable was uh, from the time she was born her body moved and twitched and shook even while she was sleeping and what I noticed was she was just perfectly still, just completely calm. So I decided I'm not giving her her meds today and I'm not gonna say anything to the tutor. I'm just gonna see if he says anything to me, if he notices anything. So they have their session and when he left, before he, he headed out, he texted me and he told me that they had had an amazing day Jalen's focus was amazing and she was very willing to try new things and he just listed all these uh, things that he had encountered with her and um, he had never sent me feedback. That was the first time and it made that kind of impact on him. And so when he came back on Thursday, a couple days later, I, I said, hey, she did not have her meds on Tuesday and he goes, what do you mean? And I, so I told him about this product because I hadn't told him I wanted I was just waiting to see if he told me you know that there were any changes and so he goes I want to do a math test today and I'm like great let's compare you know let's see what you find and prior to that day the best she had ever done was 51 out of 100 and that day she got 100 out of 100 yeah wow. and he told me her speed was greatly increased and Naomi, since that day, she she's never had another ADHD med. She doesn't need it. Wow. Um, I, yeah, I I went. You know, at that point, I was very interested in this technology. I'm like, okay, now I need to figure out what's happening. How is this happening? And so I dove into it. This this product has, or this company has, over 90 clinical trials that have been done um, on the products and. I actually saw a brain mapping study where I saw pictures of the brain and what it's doing with people that have cognitive issues. And um, I'm like, yep, that's what's happening with my daughter. And uh, a couple months later, he did another assessment. About five weeks later, he did another big assessment, like the one he did in January where she tested at kindergarten level and she tested at fourth grade level. So, I mean, uh, she took responsibility. Like from that day forward, she just you know, went in and straightened up her room and cleaned her bookshelf and took responsibility for her chores. And she's just been a different kid. And um, so that's why, you know, I'm sharing this information. I got all the kids around us on the product. Because of course, we have lots of friends, right, that have issues. We've had the same kind of results with every kid. And it's um, a non-invasive technology. There's nothing going into your skin. There's no medication, no drugs, nothing like that. It's a phototherapy technology that you just wear, and it's it's just incredible. So um, I, I'm just trying to get the word out so that families yeah. know that there's something there. And it's not just for kids, and it's not just for brains, Naomi. What it does is it activates your own body stem cells 
and your our stem cells they know what to do their job is to repair and regenerate anything in the body that's needed and so i mean it works for everybody i've had a chronic a lot of chronic conditions i i got i got sick when i was 22 and i was never the same after that so i've spent my whole life trying to get myself well that's what kind of launched me into the world of natural medicine and natural healing trying to get me well and then i had kids with issues and um <clears throat> but um uh, i've never seen anything in you know anything like anything like this this is mm -hmm. completely different yeah so i started to say that my issues that my chronic issues of 30 years that i've learned to manage and just live with they've completely resolved so anyway that's that's my story wow thank you so much dina uh that's really inspiring what's the name of the technology called yeah so um the technology is from LifeWave, and it's uh there are these little patches they look like little bandages just little round circles you put them on your body for 12 hours and then you take them off and the next day you put them on for another 12 hours and the way it works naomi is just like when you go out in the sun and your body makes vitamin d have you heard that like mm -hmm. you need sunshine for day? okay so there's a wavelength from the sun that is uh, stimulating your skin and causing your body to produce vitamin d and it's called photobiomodulation because it's it's light right it's it's light that's working with your body so our bodies emit light so have you ever seen night vision goggles like on tv mm -hmm. where you you look dark and you see there's a person or an animal out there because you can see the red yeah. right mm -hmm. so that's the light that's coming from us and we can't see it with a naked eye but there's this low level infrared light coming from our bodies all the time and so these little patches what they do is they reflect a specific wavelength of light that's coming from us back under our skin and tell our bodies to perform a, a specific function in this this case it's actually elevating a peptide called copper uh, GKU peptide. And that is the peptide that tells your stem cells to become active and get busy. So uh, it's very simple technology. It's not invasive. It's very portable. Um, and it, it's working for everybody that puts it on because you know what? Our bodies know what to do. You know, we have these stem cells. They know what to do. So it's just working with our own body's healing systems. So I, I'm just, I'm just thrilled. I, I, our lives have been completely changed. That's why I'm sharing. Oh, thank you so much, Dina, for sharing that. Uh, is there anything else you would like to share? Well, I would just say that if you, um, if any of your listeners would like more information about this, I'd love people just to check, check it out, look at it, research for themselves, and they can find all the information on my website. I'd be happy to share that if that's okay. Yes. Okay. My website is J Vision, J A E Vision, after my daughter Jalen, J A E Vision.com. And there you'll find uh, videos on little, little short videos showing how the, the technology works because it's just so simple. Mm -hmm. um, like that, over 90 clinical studies, and there are over 150 patents on the products. So, a solid company that's been around since 2004. So, um, on my website, there's uh, 
uh, a link that anybody could click on that would like more information. They can set up an appointment time with me and I'd be happy to just to share and talk uh, more about it, answer any questions anyone might have. Wow, thank you, Dina. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on to my podcast and sharing your daughter's well, story. You Naomi, thank you so much. I, I really enjoyed sharing with you and telling you what's happening with my daughter. It's my pleasure. Thank you.